Hello, hi everybody. Welcome to Football in General. It's Rob Case. And Trevor Koppel. Trevor, uh, Miami Dolphins called me before we got on the uh, radio here today, or whatever this is, podcast land, and they're offering a third-round pick for you if you are willing to play center. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll, have to, uh, I'll have to consider that an option. <laughs> I tell you, uh, you know, does the stove so to speak here, because the hot stove in Major League Baseball means the, the offseason has started and there's a lot of trades and dealings happening. Boy, this stove's on fire. And uh, we've, we've called the, all the, all, we pulled all the alarms you possibly can to alert everybody that to stay away from it. Yet, more things just keep getting placed in the proverbial NFL oven here. Wouldn't you say? Um, absolutely. Um, this, uh, this has been one of the craziest uh, NFL offseasons I can think of. Um, Huge, huge moves, and the the uh, the big one since we were last on the air here is definitely Deshaun Watson. Yes, yes, Deshaun Watson has been traded, and I'm going to to put the proverbial take <laughs> take uh, Nerf gun to your head here, uh, and uh, I hope they get something out of you today, Trevor. I was, uh, you know, let's let's. I want to hear your opinions about this because I got a lot of them, and uh, I want the the true Trevor context take the. Outside the vacuum, take here because five years, two hundred fifty million dollars as a contract he signed, all guaranteed, forty-four and a half million dollar um, signing bonus. The trade itself, three first-round picks going to Houston, fourth-round pick in twenty twenty-two, a third-round pick in twenty twenty-three, fourth-round pick in twenty twenty-four. By God, my God, it's it's a huge package. It is. Um... If you're an optimist, and you guys know that I try to be, it's definitely worth it if Deshaun Watson lives up to his potential. And by his potential, I mean what we saw him as a year and a half ago, before all the drama with Houston, before all the allegations. Um, This guy was a quarterback you were really lucky to have. Uh, It was a home run draft pick by the Texans. Um, he's a, a franchise quarterback, Yeah, but, uh, but all of that is still in, in my opinion, and I think a lot of people agree with me that, that, that is not, you know, w- that remains to be seen at this point, whether or not he's going to be able to be on the field, uh, with all the off field issues he has. And, and apparently there's a new, uh, criminal probe. And I don't know if that means new allegations or just taking a second look at at uh, you know bringing about criminal charges, but uh, but you know his contract is fully guaranteed, so I'm not sure that that uh, that that Cleveland can can back out of this at this point. Uh, they are committed to this guy, and whether or not they're able to put the roster around him that he needs, giving up as much capital as they did or just not being able to keep him on the field because criminal charges are no, uh, he can still get suspended for an entire year by Roger Goodell. Maybe longer. I don't know. It could be an unprecedented thing. But uh, Roger Goodell still has that card in his hand. So, you know, if that were the case, then the Browns are throwing all this out there for down-the-road potential, not not even guarantees. So... Depending on how you look at this, it's either a, a, a desperate move that's going to pay off big because you've got, you know, 
the guy now at the most important position, or this could go down as the most Browns thing the Browns have ever done. Um, it, it just kind of, we don't know yet, and it's going to be really compelling to follow uh, going into next season. The browniest brown that's ever browned. <laughs> Is that what you're saying? That's, uh, that's one brown brown, if you know what I mean. That's a brownie brown right there. I've ever heard one. Um, does he make them? How much better are the Cleveland Browns today with uh, Deshaun Watson instead of Baker Mayfield? Best case scenario? Yes. Um, they're, they're much better. Um, okay, much better. They, what, is that, what does much, that mean, though? Much, I mean, it means that they have a better passer, more mobile, uh, you know, more of a threat with his legs. It, it just, I mean, I, you know, I'm a much bigger fan of Baker Mayfield than I was in college, uh, but he's still not, he, he's a tier below somebody like uh, uh, Deshaun Watson when it comes to what he can do for an offense and for a team at the quarterback position. We're not going to get into a Trevor's Tears conversation, are we? Trevor's yes, Tears. That's right. Dun, dun, there's, dun, dun. there's so many tears. Yeah. <laughs> uh, made me think of that Ozzy Osbourne song for a second here. I don't know why, but uh, <laughs> that's a future segment. That that is what we'll never be able to license that song. So I'll probably have to sing it and record it. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, get ready for that. Um, yeah, I think it. I, I don't know if it makes him significantly better. I mean, what forty five million dollars a year for this guy? How does that not now, handcuff your when, your, sal- when your comes, salary cap? Yeah, when it comes you? to that sort of thing, I feel yeah. like, it, you know, when I heard it, I was just like, "Holy crap, that's so Jesus. much money!" Yeah, uh, but I feel like that's something that we do every couple of seasons with the NFL. Is you know, uh, Kirk Cousins' contract in hindsight does not look all that un- unreasonable, but when it happened we were saying the same thing. So uh, I feel like that's just something that we're along for the ride with. And, and, you know, maybe it plateaus someday, but right now you can't, you can't pay enough for a quarterback that, that can get the most out of your offense. And so yeah, but who's I guess, I guess to? what I'm saying is it, it makes sense when you really let it sink in. Who's he throwing the ball to? That's a good question, that, and that, that's, <laughs> you that's, know what I mean? I was, that's what I, uh, I was kind of alluding to when I said, yeah. can they put the pieces around him now? Yeah. Um, did, did they just become the Green Bay Packers, you know, amazing quarterback, never oh. has what he needs, right. you know? Right, right. I so, mean, Mark Cooper, okay. Right. Questionable one, wide receiver one there, questionable, you know, considering what we've seen from him lately. Again, Donovan Peoples-Jones, great yeah, name. If you're, if you're looking at the best case scenarios, these could be the guys. But you know, the more you have to say, well, the the you know they could be this good, that's just not a good sign. And a possible return to the Cleveland Browns, Jarvis Landry and Odell Beckham Jr. Because of what's happened so far. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. I hadn't considered that, but it is yeah, possible. There is there is a rumor. There is a rumor. Apparently, it is a rumor. They're on their radar to return. That would be that would be something. Um, wow. Oh. Yeah. Uh, if you had those two back with Deshaun Watson, that would be dangerous. Oh, I love it. You know, okay. Let's put it like, let's, let's think about this one, right? Outside the box here. The AFC is so loaded, right? 
And it's insane. It's just crazy. It's insane. Absolutely crazy. And I, I mean, <clears throat> you know, let's start off with the division in the AFC North. Does this make Cleveland the best team in the AFC North? I mean, it, realistically, I can see. I can see how you could see it that way. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I feel like they're they're much more competitive. Like like I've already said, I guess, uh, than they are with with Baker Mayfield. Right. Um, but uh, man, they've been in Cincinnati. It's it's there's there's been such an arms race in the AFC West that it's easy to overlook what's been going on in the AFC North. Right. Um, because the Steelers, even last year, with with you know, it was a mediocre season by Steelers standards. Say that as many times as you can. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and they still made the playoffs. They've got an elite defense. So putting somebody like Mitch Trubisky with a great coach and a great program, uh, you, you can't underestimate them right now. And the Ravens still have Lamar Jackson, and he might not be the guy often enough to get you all the way to a championship, but he is the X factor often enough to win that division if uh, if they stay strong on defense themselves. So it's it's another really tough division. And then, of course, you know, I haven't even mentioned Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals who made some sneaky big moves beefing up their O-line. Yeah. They've got, they've got three new starting caliber O-linemen, uh, and that has been their weakness, their glaring weakness the last two seasons, and they went to the Super Bowl last year. So it's the, the AFC is just it, – it, it, it's hard to figure it out. Uh, it's it's extremely compelling right now. Yeah, yeah, and that's um, that's why I bring it up because I'm thinking like, does this even make them the best team in their own division? And that's why I'm going to give this trade a C, a C on Cleveland's end. It, it, it's a C. It's C got, for Cleveland. It's got it's got A plus <laughs> potential. But Absolutely. Man, it uh, it it there's just so many things that have to. Uh, that have to break their way for this right. to be the move they can point to is like, that's the thing we definitely did right and got us a Super Bowl win. It's yeah. Such a, such a long shot in, right. in that division, in that conference. The, the risk you take of a guy, and we don't know this definitively folks, but the risk you take of a guy who may miss a whole season. So you're, <laughs> he's going to get his money regardless, right? Maybe oh, yeah. not play a whole season because of this conduct detrimental to the league. Right. And who else? Who knows what else could happen, you know? Maybe Cleveland gets sanctions on him for taking him uh, in a trade. I I don't know. Uh, I'm not saying it's likely. It's just, you know, it's likely that he will get suspended. Is that fair to say? That he'll get suspended something? It's it's probably based on the the precedent set by Roger Goodell and, like, things, you know, that sort of um, history they have, you know? I I see what you're saying, and and logic would dictate that that's the way this is going to go. Right. But the other precedent that I feel has been set by Roger Goodell and the league is that there are no president precedents. There, there's no, you know, that that might be what we're talking about is why wasn't he suspended? Yeah. Um, yeah, could be. Because you, you just you can't underestimate that part of this whole drama. Is is the league going to do what we think the league's going to do? Or are they going to pull some league stuff and not do what we think the league ought to do? <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Absolutely. And if anything, they'll just <laughs> they'll find and take another draft pick away from the Patriots or they'll find James Harrison. <laughs> so <laughs> because it's done with Deshaun Watson, but find James Harrison. You find him and find him a hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> oh, um, or Brandon Merriweather or something, you know. So, um, but but seriously, it's a, it's a C for me, C for me, dog. Um, the way I look at it is big risk, guaranteed contract. He's won one playoff game. I mean, and we said the same thing about Matthew Stafford. Dude, he went in and played with Sean McVay, and they had like a super team they created. And granted, like Cleveland has some great, great. Uh, what do you want to call it? Um, great bones, if you will. With uh, no no uh, no pun intended for the dog pound there in Cleveland. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> can only imagine what those guys are like before they, they hit the game out in the parking lot. Um, but, uh, you know, with Miles Garrett and uh, uh, what's the, the corner there from Ohio State that's been excellent. Greg Newsom, the second. It's not, that's not him. But uh, Don, Don, Denzel Ward. Denzel right, Ward. Denzel Ward, absolutely. Denzel Ward's really good. Uh, it, the, you know? the Browns, I mean, yeah. this time last year, I was talking about what a complete roster they have. Yeah, and they've had some they've sure. had some switches at, at the wide receiver position, and now obviously at quarterback. But the the team rosters are big, um, and every piece of it's important. And the Browns are built to compete with any team in the league, right? But jo- Joe Patino, another yeah. All Pro that's on that team, yeah. But we yeah. all know that a great roster is wasted without a locked in, locked down <clears throat> quarterback. Um, yes, and. And it just, yeah, it, I mean, it's oh, so like, really hard to call that yeah. Yeah. for this trade right now. Yeah. What, what kind of effect does it have on somebody? And we've seen this work in so many different ways over the years with somebody who doesn't play for a year, especially a quarterback, new system, you know? Yeah. So that, that's the other, that's what I, I mean, there's like, so no rhythm with any of the receivers that, that factor into what I mean when I talk yeah. about is he still that guy we saw him as a year and a half ago because right. he hasn't been playing. Um, there's a psychological aspect to all this, and sure. and he knows that he has, you know, the ire of the greater NFL community. People do not like, uh, you know, seeing these kind of headlines about these, you know, this game that we all love. So it, I mean, there's a lot of things that are going to factor in to whether or not he can still step out there and command an offense and take him down the field and score. Uh, and until we see it, it's really hard to call this a, a good, a good, uh, a good deal. Um, something I'm not hearing as much that is pretty exciting for uh, a, a weary loyal fan base is how, how good this is for Houston. I mean, mm huge draft package um and and draft picks don't always trans they often don't translate to success on the field or you know improving a team's record from last year but it's a shot and they've got a lot of shots to take now um they if if they draft well this could be a real turning point for that franchise (laughs) you know it'd be the ultimate browns thing what <laughs> is if Deshaun Watson doesn't play this year and they go like two and 15 <laughs> and Houston gets like two top five picks and then picks like that guy from uh, Bryce Young from Alabama. <laughs> oh, gotcha. Yeah, or like, yeah, yeah. and he's really they, good. They get really, yeah. really good first round yeah. picks. Yeah. 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 <laughs> they just rebuild their team quickly and they're like, they're actually competitive within a year or two. Houston. Yeah. I think you're right. It's a huge shot in the arm in Houston. 
Yeah. I think uh, I yeah. think that would be extremely interesting is if you saw Houston make a deeper playoff run more recently than the Browns' next playoff run. Yeah. Um, that would be yeah. just brilliant. <laughs> be amazing. It would be the most Browns thing ever. Um, <laughs> you know, it's the huge shot in the arm of the Houston organization. They need players. They need talent. There's no question about it. They were void of it last year. They still won four games with that absolutely atrocious roster, you know. And so that's that's pretty amazing. Um, I can't help but think, like, okay, you got six draft picks over the next three years, right, in the first round. All these other draft picks. You'll probably got more, right, um, than when we're just accounting for. And then you got, like, Lovey Smith at head coach. Like, you don't have a young coordinator there. You don't have a young head coach. You just have Lovey Smith. <laughs> Not that Lovey right. Smith's bad. It's just, like, I don't know. <laughs> You wouldn't you want young guys to be around a young head coach I mean, and that, everybody's that, learning together and that definitely know. seems to be the recipe uh, that a lot of teams are embracing yeah. right now. But you know, just silly. what uh, uh, Bruce Arians won a Super Bowl two years ago. I think that was his first one. Sure, wasn't that his first one? Yeah, sure. He had Tom and, Brady. Great. So yeah. I could have coached that team. All right, <laughs> <laughs> you and I could have lined up a coordinator and head coach. Byron Leftwich could have taught us everything we could have known. Would have been fine. We have Tom Brady. <laughs> he, who cares? You know. Okay. Fair. Touche. <laughs> so, <they say>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah. No. It, it's uh, it, you know these these young guys. I almost feel like we're we're headed towards a tipping point where maybe that's not viewed as as the uh, the, you know the missing piece of the puzzle that it's viewed as right now. Um, there's been so many uh, young guys given a shot, especially this coming season that uh, I think we'll see a few of them not just step in and kick ass the way Sean McVay has done or some of these other uh, successful young coaches. Um, so I, I don't know. I think uh, I think that that's going to swing back the other direction. Maybe not completely, um, but, uh, but yeah, we'll, we'll see. Because, I mean, how many, how many new head coaches do we have going into this season? Like Ten? seven, eight? Oh, I think it's more than that. Yeah, eight or nine, yeah, eight so, to ten, something like that. Yeah. So I, I almost think it, it's just it's too many for them to all just come in and be like, yeah, see, we we definitely did the right thing getting the young guy. Right. Right. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, I just think you know you got all these draft picks. Uh, Lovey Smith's great. I think he was a better coordinator, personally. Um, well, he did bring the Bears to the Super Bowl with Rex Grossman. Well, that was many years ago. <laughs> That was a different NFL back then, you know. <laughs> um, so, so um, you know, I, I, I yeah, it's just I, I can't wait to see what's going to happen with Deshaun Watson. My hope is that neither of them do well. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> I just, yeah, you, I just, you hope that this is uh, a failure for the Texans and a failure I mean, for the Browns. Be, being a New England Patriots fan, um, I'm just watching them do absolutely nothing. Like, there's a meme where, like, a guy has a stick and he's poking something. And it's like, come on, do something. Like, that's me. Except I don't have a stick. I have, like, a printer I'm going to run him over with or something. You know? <laughs> so, um, for the sake of the AFC... Uh, and the England Patriots future. Please do nothing, Houston, Cleveland. But that won't happen. So I assume Cleveland's going to be right in the conversation of playoff contenders. As long as Sean Watson plays a reasonable amount of games or a whole season, I assume that will happen. Uh, and Houston will probably be relevant in two or three years. And that's their, their rebuild. And that's fine. They have a they have a plan, you know, um, <laughs> sort of. You know, getting rid of a – well, he wasn't going to play for them. I was going to say getting rid of a franchise quarterback is not a good idea, but he wasn't going to play for them. 
ultimately. Yeah. And they, they want to get out of that. And that makes a lot of sense on both ends. They're still a dumpster no, no, organization. It's, it's, I think, <laughs> so. I think uh, you know, whether or not that this is a win for Cleveland, we'll see. But right. it's certainly, uh, you know, a win for Deshaun Watson and the Houston Texans. Uh, Both of absolutely. them have definitely already won. Yeah. Uh, whether or not Houston's draft hits uh, uh, go well or, or, sorry, draft picks hit, or whether or not Deshaun Watson moved on to have a, a successful career, he's certainly getting paid. Um, it's a win for both of them, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, likewise. What do you grade the, the compensation? What do, you, what do you grade the trade overall? Uh, for, the, for the Texans? Uh, I would say grade Houston and Cleveland as a grade, and then the compensation that Cleveland gave up. Too much, too little, just enough. No. So I'm going to say that Houston gets an A. Okay. And and I'm going to say the the real reason is I mean the biggest reason for me to give them an A is because they got it done. It's done. Yeah. Yeah. They needed it to happen. They needed it to happen and uh and and it happened for them in a way that they didn't have to get desperate and and take less than what than what they they need to get for him. Um I don't think they got overpaid for him. I think they got what they needed to and they needed it to happen. So yeah. so I give them an A. Um, Cleveland, I, I'm right there with you. I give this maybe a C plus. Yeah. Um, it, 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 you know, time could tell that I'm wrong about this, but at this point, the way everything stands right now, it's a C plus. Yeah. Same thing with me, dog. Uh, <laughs> C plus for Cleveland, a for Houston. I, I mean, they got the most they get out of that trade. They got it done. It's over. It's done with. He's on another team. It's somebody else's problem. <laughs> exactly. And nobody's. And yeah. nobody's gonna think they got they they got too little because three first round picks and three other. I mean, what else, what else can you would you want? He's a franchise quarterback, but he wasn't oh, gonna play for you. And you got, an you got a lot more. It's an unprecedented yeah. trade package. Yeah, I mean they they got more than Seattle got. Right. Uh, so, yeah, it's huge. Yeah, absolutely. And hopefully you find another guy, and you probably won't. And we'll talk about it in a couple of years. <laughs> so, <laughs> see you then. <laughs> um, speaking of massive trade packages, oh my lord. Did you hear there was a cheetah that was uh, uh, relocated? Yes, yes, relocated week. to the penguin there was exhibit. A cheetah relocated <laughs> the penguin exhibit. Uh, South Beach, buddy. You know. Well, let's talk about Miami's week first. First off, they start off the week by getting Teron Armstead, uh, left tackle, All Pro left tackle, New Orleans Saints. Here's a here's a quick one about him. I don't mean to start off like negative as I usually do. I mean it's kind of like my vibe. But um, <laughs> here's a guy. He had six years, $84 million, right, to be a left tackle of Miami Dolphins. Great guy, great player. Never played a full season in the NFL. Never played a full season in the NFL. He's a left tackle. The most, wow. Second most important position on the field, right, $84 million. So, anywho, uh, <laughs> Teron Armstead goes to Miami, going to South Beach. Two days later, uh, Miami swings arguably the second – probably the biggest package, but second most important trade – um, this offseason, uh, in my opinion, Tyreek Hill going to Miami for, and brace yourselves, folks, because it's a lot. Um, one second here. 35, 30, 38. Uh, no, that's 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 the New York compensation. I'm sorry. I'm looking at the wrong ones. A first-round pick this year, a second-round pick, two-fourths, and a fifth for, uh, for Tyreek Hill. <laughs> Jesus. And then... He signs a four-year, $120 million contract, 72.6 guaranteed, $30 million a year, 15 more a year than uh, Cooper Cup's getting paid for. Trevor, 
uh, I'm in the wrong business. <laughs> I should be running routes. <laughs> right. <laughs> I tell you. What do no, you think about um, this trade? I was, so, first of this all, week for, Miami. for Tyree Kill, I love it. I think it makes yeah. a lot of sense for Tyree Kill. He's already got a Super Bowl win. He saw what Devonta Adams got for relocating, and he made a decision, and I can't judge him for it. I think it's a great move for Tyree Kill, and he's going to be in Miami. Um, there are a lot worse places to uh, to go find a new team. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Um, Wait a minute. He could have ended up in New York. You're telling me New York's the worst place? <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, I'd rather live in Miami. Okay. <laughs> so, so, but uh, you know, I I think that that a lot of teams are envious of of the Dolphins right now because any team in the league knows that Tyreek Hill he's not just an elite wide receiver, um, and, and even if you don't think he's the best or even close to the best uh, based on this metric or that, uh, he changes the defense he yeah. does uh, there, there's no other uh wide receiver in the league that commands more respect or that it that the opposing defense is more afraid to uh have the top taken off as they say because he just he's he is the fastest thing in football pads and and uh and he can catch so you know it, it, it you know the trade package itself I think does make sense now when you get specific and you put it in the context of it's the Dolphins that gave this up for Tyreek Hill I worry about whether or not they're going to get whether or not they can get what they pay for with their quarterback situation yeah yeah I, that's uh it's a great point um <laughs> you're are you saying Tua is not a good quarterback I'm saying I think Tua might be able to to use Tyreek Hill the way that Patrick Mahomes did, um, but I I still don't think Tua is the guy that's going to play 17 games. Mm. I think Teddy Bridgewater is an amazing second quarterback. He's a great backup. Uh, one thing he doesn't do well is extend the play long enough to use Tyreek Hill the way Tyreek Hill is is best. You know, he's checked down Teddy. Um, he's going to get the ball out fast. He's not going to move outside the pocket very much. Um, and so, if, if you know, if you, in my opinion, if it's not Tua under center right away, you're not getting your money's worth. Oh, um, absolutely. Yeah, that's a good I mean, point. If, if, you, if, if Tua is not under center, then you're trying to find other ways uh, to get Tyree kill the ball running, you know, uh, sweeps out of the backfield and things like that, getting creative to try and – get the ball in his hands and make some magic happen. But the dangerous part of Tyreek Hill is just letting him go right down the field and get open and make the catch for the 70-yard touchdown. Um, that's not going to happen with Teddy Bridgewater. Certainly, I don't know if it'll happen with Tua Tungavailoa. He's not no, somebody he, that has that, a really strong that's, arm. It's gonna that's a good point, too. Field. Yeah, I, I, I feel like the potential's there, but there's no guarantee. Yeah. But, it's not like he went to a team where it's like, oh, look out, you yeah. know. He's definitely going to be able to bomb it to him now. Well, uh, let me, that's let that's me, not who the Dolphins are at the moment. Let me ask you this. So, Terry Kill goes from averaging 15 yards of reception, 17, 14, 14.7. Last year, 11.2. So, is he still like a like take-the-top-off-defense kind of guy? 111 catches, 1,200 yards, 9 touchdowns, 1.2 yards uh, average for a reception. Semi-third in the league, right? 
And so is right. that like, do you think that's a consequence of him being in that like adjusted Kansas City offense that everybody just sort of like game plan for last year? Or is he still the guy that can take top off defense, so to speak? So right. the eye test, the eye test says he's still that guy. Okay. Um, but, and that's where his value is. As long as he's got a quarterback that can, you know, because there's two parts to that recipe. You know, right. it was him and Patrick Mahomes. And that's why the defense had to do what it did. And that's why it, you know, it is almost too easy for Travis Kelsey to do what Travis Kelsey does when the defense has to make sure that the cheetah isn't going to take him to the house. Uh, so as long as that other piece of the puzzle is there, then I don't think the numbers need to be there for Tyree kill to be worth, you know, hmm. paying what he's paying to trade what you traded for him. Um, because he's changing that, that the defenses are forced to, uh, to let up in other aspects of, of their coverage. Uh, and as long as you're a team that can exploit that, brilliant. But the minute a defense doesn't think that they have to respect Tyree Kill because they can definitely get to the quarterback before you can make it happen, um, then it doesn't work. Right, right. You're saying his, his impact is, is much more like uh, intangible, meaning like he can get other people open just because the defense is game playing for him to shut him down. Like like Absolutely. Kelsey had a had a big no, impact. His, I'm sure Byron Pringle and all the other litany. That's of right. Because weird, I, I I mean I think receivers. I think yeah. Travis Kelsey is amazing. He's going to have a great year. He always does. But I wouldn't be surprised if he didn't have quite the metrics he usually does because that guy's not there anymore to force another guy into deep coverage. That that makes a lot of sense. Okay, so let's, <laughs> let's go back to Tua for a second here, right? Let's see. He averaged six point eight yards a throw, twenty third in the NFL. He's not. He's just not a not a deep passer. And maybe I'm I'm wrong. Like, okay, maybe he will be deep passer because he has Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle can get open. He's amazing, by the way. Love Jalen Waddle. Um, oh and my they got God. De- 104 receptions as a rookie. Incredible. Incredible. Yeah. Incredible. Right. Right. Devonte Parker even. Cedric Wilson, they signed from from Dallas. Then they got Mike Gusecki. They signed two guys, Chase Edmonds uh, and Raheem Mustard. I mean, uh, it's like a friggin' you know 100 meter track meet basically all over the field, and it's ridiculous. Right, and that's how much speed I mean, is if, on that team. If Tua Tagovailoa, and that is how you say his name, yeah, uh, if he can live up to the expectations placed on him, this team is going to be dangerous. But he hasn't lived up to those expectations yet, and there's really no reason for me at this point to think that it's just going to happen for him this year because all of a sudden all the pieces are in place. I could be wrong. I kind of hope I am wrong, but I can't can't say that that's what I think is likely to happen. Um, I think they're going to be a really tough team. They're going to be really competitive. They're going to win some games, but ultimately they're not going to be able to compete with – this stacked AFC, whoever is in the playoffs, they're gonna they're gonna steamroll right over the Dolphins. Should the Dolphins be there? Wow, uh, you know, I I think this team's a little soft, to be honest with you. I think Mike McDonald's gonna be a good coach. He's like that Sean McVay coaching tree type guy. I think he is right. He was in LA, then he went to San Francisco last year. Um, he's got a lot of swagger. He's kind of funny in his press conferences. He's he's a he's a joy, you know, to, to listen to. Here's my thing. That they went nine and eight with Brian Flores, right? Brian Flores is a great coach. He's a great motivator. 
Comes from that Bill Belichick tree. Excellent in the defense. They only allowed 373 points last year. You know, one of the lowest in the whole NFL. Especially in a 17-game season. It's pretty impressive, right? Oh, yeah. I, I mean, so if they got 9-8 and eight out of that roster last year, and Brian Flores isn't the coach anymore, which I thought was a terrible firing, by the way. Um, it's a shame he didn't, he didn't land another head coaching job or defensive coordinator. He had to be a linebacker's coach in Pittsburgh, but that was probably the best place for him. Um, why should I believe that a, head, a rookie head coach, granted he's got a whole bunch of pieces, it's going to be a fast offense, blah, 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 they're going to put up points. That's great. Are they going to be motivated? Are they going to have that sort of that same sort of um, you know coaching um, oomph, if you will, that Brian Flores brought to the table? Yeah. Why it's... should I? Why should I believe Miami? Man, they haven't done anything in five years. They've never won. They have won the Super Bowl since the seventies, right? They got Tua. Yeah. He's not a top fifteen quarterback. I'm sorry. So Even I, with, I, I know? feel like that situation exists with so many. I mean, we we talk about a lot of teams, and it's hard to always always remember like. Oh, and by the way, first-year head coach. Right. Um, and, and, and if it's not a first-time first-year head coach, then it's a, you know, well, this guy didn't do much the last time he was a head coach, but he's a head coach again. You know, he's getting another shot this year. Sure. Um, yeah. So, you know, it, there's just – it's a – like I said, it's it's the craziest offseason I can remember. Oh, likewise. Um, and there's, yeah. there's just so many things to – to keep in mind when you're trying to predict how things are going to go for a team, because, you know, we're talking about all the potential for these players, all these personnel changes, and then half of them have new head coaches or first time new head coaches. Uh, So it, you know, I'm not even sure, you know, unless you really do follow these teams and, and, and scrutinize them week in and week out, it's going to be hard to just look at the outcomes and the numbers and say, well, it's because of this or it's because of that. Is it because of the quarterback? Is it because of the head coach? Is it, is it the coaching style or the play calling? You know, there's so many things that are going to be brand new to these programs. Uh, the cultures are changing. The locker rooms are changing. Uh, the, the, the ideologies on offense and defense are going to be changing. So it's, it's just a really exciting time. Um, and that's one of the things that we love about this league. It, it really doesn't matter who your team is. Uh, there's always a chance that they come out of the, the off season, uh, with, with everything clicking, uh, and just, you know, shock everybody. And I think we could both agree upon this. Like if Tua doesn't do anything here with all this talent, he's not going to, he's done. He's, oh, no, no. Yeah. If, if there was ever, if, if yeah. a team ever went all in on, uh, like we're gonna find out if if this guy can can play the position. It's right. the Dolphins right now. They're giving Absolutely. him everything he needs. Uh, yeah. Everything from the O line to the skill players. Um, they still have a pretty good defense on the other side of the ball. Oh my goodness! Sure. So uh, sure. the stage is set, and it's it's all on Tua, and he's got a he's got a good supporting quarterback. I I do think Teddy Bridgewater with the Dolphins would be dangerous, able to win games. But I am going to say that in that scenario, he's not getting his money's worth out of Tyreek Hill, and the defense knows it. No, I, but he's a good like backup. He can help like oh, Teddy. Oh, absolutely. He's, uh, he's an amazing the, backup. Right I'm, to the playbook. I, I and think coach the Dolphins. Too. Yeah, yeah. I think the yeah. Dolphins should be stoked that they got him as a backup because totally. he he definitely was in the the starting quarterback conversation with how desperate this league is for quarterbacks. Right, right. Well, talk about a team that doesn't isn't desperate for a quarterback, but like 
um, boy, oh boy, I, I don't know where the Chiefs go from here, man. I, you know, I, why would – okay, so you don't want to sign him, but he's your best offensive player outside of uh, Patrick Mahomes, and he's done nothing but produce for you, you know? Tyreek Hill, I mean, for the Chiefs. And now you have to go out and replace him. And so you get Marquez Valdez-Scantling here today, three-year, $30 million contract, probably overpaid. Had to, right? Had to. Had to. Had to do it. Um, Juju Smith-Schuster, who knows what's up with him. I mean, they probably just got him so he could dance with Jackson. Oh, my God. That team's going to be so friggin' miserable to hear about this year. Oh, my God. And then, but four four picks in the top 62, uh, 62. If, if there's anybody that can scheme and find talent and do it with – the least amount in the cupboard. Andy Reid can do it, and he can do it on that big old Denny's menu of his. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I, you know, I don't like the trade for Kansas City. I, I've certainly, I've, I've read and seen a lot of like really negative things said about them in the past couple of days, and rightfully so. I, I, I'm not saying it's a good idea. He, they were going to pay Terry Kill. At least they could get for him is like a bunch of draft picks, which they did. But, um, you know, I can't help but feel like you, you got to give read some credit and just kind of like put the, put the eggs in his basket and say, okay, here's four picks. Let's get a couple of receivers. You can scheme them. You'll be fine. You got Mahomes. you know? Oh yeah. Um, and let's and do it. I, I definitely feel like this is uh this is a detriment to the chiefs uh, for all the reasons I've been mentioning about what, what makes uh, Tyree kill a singular player. Um, I, I feel like this was as big a win for every team in that division, not the chiefs as it was Such for a- the dolphins. Such a um, weird trade. You're, yeah. Now you're now you might be the worst team in that division. I mean, or, honestly, or third like worst. That that division is definitely up for grabs at this point. Yeah. Um And and you know the Raiders, the Chargers, the Broncos defense just got easier for them two games out of every season because they don't have to they they don't have to look out for Tyree Kill anymore. Um, they're still going to have to play good defense. The the Chiefs are still going to have an amazing quarterback and a and a uh, an A plus tight end, um, and they'll figure. I, I mean, they'll be. It's not a done deal. They could. That, you know, they might be the worst team, or they might win that division. Um, oh who knows? Yeah, it, it's just it's going to be really interesting to see uh, how their offense looks without Tyreek Hill. Just a weird trade. Knowing that how how competitive you are in that division, your window's wide open. You had a good draft on defense the last two years. Well, and you know, nobody saw it coming, such a which weird is why trade. you know I, I have a few friends who are big Dolphins fans. Yeah, and uh, this was like like the Christmas they didn't know was coming. You know what <laughs> I mean? Uh, it was just just incredible because like oh it's it was being rumored, and then moments later oh it's a done deal. Oh my god. Right, happened uh, within two was, hours. Yeah, it was like just that. crazy. Yeah. Um, Wild. Th- there was no. I mean, what, was there any speculation about him being traded for? Just, we, I mean, I hadn't well, heard anything. They were saying uh, at eight o'clock Mountain Time here, uh, oh, Phoenix time. I guess it would be nine o'clock your time, and everybody else is listening all around the country. You just add the math because I'm not doing it. I'm sorry, but <laughs> um, it, it was speculated that, uh, or that there was talks about him getting traded because of, uh, a deal had broke down. You know, uh, they weren't going to pay him. But there was actually more speculation uh, a month before this happened with Tyree Kill and Mahomes having a spat in the, after the AFC Championship game and on the sidelines, too. And then, two weeks ago, he put out a tweet that said something about, like, I had a good time playing here. Something along those lines, you know? Oh, man. So, if you follow no the idea. cookie trail, right, unless you were, like, a, an absolute football nerd like myself and 
somehow you have enough brain capacity to follow all the the, the, the cookie trails and you know <laughs> and, and whatnot and the crumbs and and everything else. Then it was, I mean, it makes sense, right? It happened after Devontae Adams got paid. It was inevitable. I mean, you know, he's going to want thirty million. <laughs> uh, crazy. He's the highest paid non quarterback in the whole NFL. I mean, that is insane. Thirty million dollars for a receiver. That's that's wild. That's that is wild. That's like top ten quarterback money. No, it's not. No, it is. Top ten, top fifteen quarterback money right now. You know, and Miami doesn't even have a top <laughs> top fifteen quarterback. Yeah, they're gonna give Tyreek Hill thirty million. It's just you know, it's funny. Um, t- uh, Tom Brady leaves. The AFC's wide open. Everybody knows it, and everybody's just taking shots again, whoever they can. Meanwhile, the NFC is just kind of like business as usual. <laughs> I'm sure we'll get oh, the same man. six teams that made the playoffs last year and seven or whatever. And uh, yeah, yeah, business as usual. <laughs> Um, it's, it's funny. It's just, the NFL has been crazy this year. Let's, um, let's give it a grade, if you will. What would you give the Kansas City Chiefs in this trade? Ooh, um, I mean, yeah, it's, I don't want to be too harsh, uh, because, because Tyreek Hill, you know, he's, he's this singular guy, but he is still just a piece of the puzzle that was success for them. And, uh, and you know if we if we had gone back five years and said you know oh they they won't they won't win another Super Bowl for the next four seasons uh, like some people would be pretty surprised. Um, so it, it's not like he was part of a formula that was as good as they thought it was the year that they did win the Super Bowl. Um, so I, I'm still gonna give I'm still gonna give him a B minus because I, I do think that he's that big a part on of of how they do. Uh, come out of tough matchups and he's I mean when you think of of what makes the Kansas City Chiefs really dangerous it's it's the idea that they could swing a game 21 points in 10 minutes yeah um and and Tyree Kill is, is just such a big part of that I mean you don't do that without being able to bomb you know like like oh from the first set of downs they scored a touchdown with a deep ball whether it was the first play of the drive or the third play of the drive, you know, I mean, that's that's how you turn a game around, a game that you were losing. Um, and, I mean, I, I think that was how they overcame the – I mean, they were down against the 49ers in the yep. Super Bowl. Um, and they, <clears throat> had to, they had to battle their way back. That, that's how that team is built. They have to be able to come from behind and just throw up big points real fast and – and there is no tool better for that to a good quarterback than Tyree Kill. So I'm giving him a B minus. B minus. Okay. And uh, the Dolphins, of course. Uh, the Dolphins, man. It, I mean, it it really depends on how you view it. Like, yeah, they got the best toy possible for uh, for this new head coach, and and to do the ultimate litmus test with uh, Tua Tagovailoa. Um, and and if it works out, it's a great trade. But they gave up a lot for a position that they weren't that weak at. Um, they could have made themselves even, you know, th- this makes them really ridiculously strong at wide receiver, as, as almost any team would that picked up Tyree Kill. They could have made themselves very strong at wide receiver for a lot less. I'm giving them a B+. Plus. You know, on Kansas City side, it's like if you weren't going to pay him, 
You didn't want him. You weren't going to give him 30 million for whatever reason. <laughs> um, and you thought you could replace him. I, you know, I can't help it. Like, you know, like if they have confidence, that much confidence in their uh, leadership and general manager positions and like evaluating talent and everything to go get somebody in the first round and replace them in many other ways. Like, I guess it's fine. Um, first, second round pick and a couple other ones, a couple other draft picks. Like, golly, man, four years, $120 million, That's a lot of money to get a receiver. I'm sorry. Um, I like Tyree Kill. He's 28. He's six, oh, no. played and, in, the, like, in the NFL for I've, six years. You know, I'll give one more grade. Yeah. A plus, A plus to Tyreek Hill. Oh, my God. Um, yeah. Jesus. Absolutely. Um, yeah, absolutely. He's already got a Super Bowl. Um, I mean, I, I think he's got a path towards the Hall of Fame that might be in spite of what metrics say about him. You know, the, the, the Hall of Fame voters, they're going to they're going to know the sort of things that I've been talking about His his uh his impact on the team that doesn't show up on his individual stat sheet. Yep. Um so and, and I mean honestly he he could add to that that uh uh Hall of Fame bid with what he can accomplish in Miami should Tua Tagovailoa turn out to be someone who can really uh use him and translate that into playoff runs. Um oh, it, it's well, it's it's so. a huge win for Tyreek Hill. He's yeah. He's got so much already accomplished, and now he's got the ridiculous payday. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, who is in the answer? Boy, I'd hate to see what's going to happen in Miami in the next few years. But nonetheless. But, I, but that's how this league goes, I think. Well, I, think ex- I, I applaud Miami for doing absolutely. what they're doing. Because right now, that's the way it feels. You You either go all in, and it turns out to blow up in your face, or you get a Super Bowl championship. Well, that's um, that's what the Rams did. <laughs> that's what the Rams did. That's yeah. what the that's yeah. what the Buccaneers did. Buccaneers did. That's um, that, NFL is a copycat that's the, that's the recent formula right now: is break right. the bank, right. get that Super Bowl win, and then try to keep it together. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, especially with like Brady probably only having a year left. Like it's yeah, windows open for anybody probably. You know, you got to figure that. And um, let's once again, I can't I can't really fault either franchise. I, you know, if it was a conscious effort not to pay him thirty million, and he's twenty eight, and you make that. Okay, he's a speed receiver, he's 5'10", how much longer is he going to play? That makes sense to me on Kansas City's side. I'm right there with you, man. I give him a B-. I still think it's weird. Like, you're in a such a competitive division. Your window's wide open. You trade your best offensive player other than Mahomes. Very strange to me. No, Very strange. I, I, and you've you know? got to wonder you got to wonder how hard they did try to 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 reconcile between him and the team or oh, whatever I'm sure the they friction did. was because, yeah. because, I mean – Somebody in that organization has to know what a loss this is. Yeah, to, absolutely. To let him out the door. Now they, but, they they did get compensated for him. That's great. Uh, you know, uh, you know, from their perspective, move on, make the most of the future, focus on winning. But right. man, they're going to miss having him. Right. And uh, with Miami, like like you said, I mean, you're not in a really competitive division outside of Buffalo. I I don't think New England. <laughs> boy, they're gonna. They've just done nothing and. It's really affected their ability to be competitive, even for a seven seed in the playoffs. Shoot, I mean, if that if that's open, you get a chance to go in the first round. The playoffs are different because, the, as we saw the last couple of years, the one seeds haven't been that strong in the AFC. Go, go get right. it, go get it, you know. And so Miami did it, and they're testing out Tua, and they're, they're probably a playoff team. Honestly, they're probably a playoff team. Um, well, what, and and eleven it's, it's, wins, I probably mean, they. They were. I mean, yeah. I feel like they were a playoff caliber team last season. Absolutely. But were. the AFC is so stacked right now that there are 
there are teams that should be in the playoffs that that won't be. We'll go over next week. <laughs> or, you know. Uh, look, um, looking at you, Indianapolis. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's talk about Indianapolis here. Uh, our fat last 10 minutes of uh, recording time. Matt Ryan gets traded from Atlanta to Indianapolis. Uh, My round goodness. Pick. Yeah. Um, and, and, again, I mean, Matt Ryan, you know, if – if there's anything left in the tank, this could be like the dark horse, you know, biggest move of the off season. Uh, Cause the potential is there. This roster is, is so stacked and it's so built to, to play any type of opponent as long as Matt Ryan can stay healthy and, and put up numbers like we know he can. Um, it, yeah. It's just, and, and again, we're talking about another AFC team and they happen to be in one of the divisions that's not absolutely stacked. Um, so they could end up with a pretty good uh, seed in the playoffs. Yeah. I, yeah. And, and you look at AFC South, I mean, you know, Jaguars, Colts, Titans. Okay. So we had to play the Titans and, you know, a year removed from Derrick Henry having a really bad injury, Ryan Tannehill. A.J. Brown, Titans don't really scare me outside of Mike Vrabel being head coach. Man, and maybe they, some other players. they don't That's scare it. me anymore either. That's um, it, yeah. The offense really fell apart last season. Uh, right. the, the, the big letdown was the A.J. Brown-Julio Jones duo that I was so excited for. Right. Um, man, what a letdown that was. Um, Absolutely. And then the Houston Texans, uh, they're, uh, they're in a rebuild. You know what I mean? I, yep. I, think, uh, I think they're going to... Uh, you know, they, they, honestly, there were several times last season where I was like, okay, they're not good, but they're not nearly as bad as I thought they would oh, be. Oh, right. Um, they're competitive at least. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, but all that being said, I mean, the, the, this could be the year that the Colts just own that division. Right. Right. And why not go get Matt Ryan? I mean, look, look, he's probably like a fringe top 15 quarterback at this point in his career, 37 years old, but they played at like mid forties now and like Rogers and Brady talking about that and. Still playing well in early later in the career. Maybe, you know, maybe he just needs to change the scenery. You get him around some good players. They still don't have any receivers. <laughs> but they got Jonathan Taylor and they got a really good offensive line and an excellent defense. And that's now a playoff team. Wow. Oh, like how many more playoff new playoff teams do you have in the AFC? They're, you know, you know oh, the man. NFL is gonna be thinking about expanding playoffs next year because of all this crap going on, right? Oh yeah. yeah. Absolutely. This is how it works. Thanks a lot, NFL. <laughs> we keep watering down the playoffs to the wild card rounds, just an absolute crapshoot, but or uh, absolute damn you know, poop show, basically. But uh, it's okay. I, mean, I guess more football yeah, is okay. They'll they'll ruin the USFL somehow in the process. Oh, I just know it. <laughs> God, I just know. I just know it. it won't even last a couple of games. Oh, all that time invested in thinking about how good it's going to be, you know. Um, <laughs> I really like the trade for Indy. I mean, five quarterbacks in five years. Boy, that's that's hard to swallow. I mean, from <laughs> Andrew Luck to, like, Scott Tolzien. I don't even know who he is. Um, to Phil Rivers, Carson Wentz. It's amazing to get rid of Carson Wentz, his whole salary, get a third-round pick back, and turn that into Matt Ryan. I mean, that's incredible. <laughs> like, you know, Ryan, Ryan Ballard, I think his name is, Chris Ballard, something like that. Um, right. Whatever your name is, you deserve executive of the year, like, a, a champagne shower uh you've already won the offseason <laughs> i don't that's an amazing trade to turn that into matt ryan you know um I, I, do you wonder do you think he has anything left in the tank do you think he's actually a good enough quarterback to get him through the playoffs or deep or is it just kind of like we'll, we'll be competitive and that's good enough for us 
You will buy so tickets. Cindy. <laughs> it it does feel a little bit like when they brought Philip Rivers in. Now the yeah. division's different now. Right. But uh it was the same situation. Like this they've got a great roster. Um they might not have known what they had in Jonathan Taylor yet. Did they even have Jonathan Taylor yet? I think um, they did. I think he's a rookie. Yeah. Right, right. Yep. So but uh, you know, I I'm optimistic. I think uh I think the Colts are due. I think I think they're ready to really uh you know, in, I I mean they they have a different a de- in my opinion they have a definite recipe they're trying to follow. Right. Which is to be so physical and dominant in every phase of the game that they can be mm-hmm. that all you need is a quarterback that can stay healthy and not screw up and you're going to win a lot of games. Um I think Matt Ryan could be that guy. And occasionally he could even dazzle you. We, I mean, we know he can do it. Um, how good can he be on a team that's not asking him to do it all the time? Who knows? I mean, it, it definitely didn't work sustainably in Atlanta when he needed to be that guy all the time. He, he couldn't keep it up, you know, season in, season out, and and carry the team like some quarterbacks are asked to do. But he could be the guy that, that makes this recipe work. It's a recipe that I'm a little familiar with. I feel like that's been what the Vikings have been trying to do with Kirk Cousins. Say, hey, we'll have a great defense, excellent running game, and we just need a quarterback who's not going to turn the ball over and, and can scare the defense a little bit. It has not turned in to very much for the Vikings. It, I think it has more potential with, with the uh, Colts because ultimately I think that their roster is – more complete, more fit, you know, better O-line, better defense. Uh, so I'm uh, I'm rooting for the Colts right now. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's a great trade for them. I, I think it fits them really well. I hope they draft somebody. I mean, at this point, it's kind of getting ridiculous. Like, you're not even going to develop the next guy. <laughs> you keep taking all these older dudes. No, I mean, and I hell? think that they'll have an eye for that. You know, yeah. it's, uh, it's the, I mean, anybody drafting quarterbacks this year outside of the the top two or three guys, they're definitely, that's what they've got to be thinking is this is a developmental kid. Maybe he develops into a journeyman. Maybe he develops into a starter. Maybe we, maybe we find our guy somewhere else and we trade him. Who knows? But uh, I think a lot of teams will be taking quarterbacks in the middle rounds this, this draft. Right. Um, <clears throat> likewise, well, you got two, two guys, maybe three, that'll go in the first round. Uh, Malik right. Willis, Kenny Pickett, and Matt Cor- Coral. Coral, coral, <laughs> uh, swimmy, swammy, uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> Sam's tonight. <laughs> that's way off. Um, so, realistically, they'll probably get uh, what I you know. I'd have to look at the the list here to see who who would probably like fit under their radar or like who what kind of quarterback they'd be targeting. It seems like a pocket passer um, for the most part. That's all they keep trading for. Um, but I like I like the trade a lot, man. I, I give the Colts a probably an, probably an A. I mean, the value is definitely there. I, I don't know about Matt Ryan. We'll see how he plays. Um, but he's done a lot more with a lot less. But you know, he's really thrived when the coaching was really good. And Kyle Shanahan definitely revived his career in 2016. He's MVP. You know, it's not like he's played bad the last few years. He's just he's had Julio Jones and a bunch of guys he can basically just chuck the ball to. But the team sucked. <laughs> I mean, they've been terrible. And he hasn't been particularly good in the playoffs in crunch time. So I'd be a little worried about that. I mean, we've all seen what happened in the Super Bowl, you know. Oh my God! <laughs> so <laughs> I don't need to bring that up again. I don't know how many episodes of reference twenty-eight to three, but I'm sure we're going on at least twenty. <laughs> so 
you know, I like the trade. Uh, Atlanta, I mean, what can you say? They get they pick wow. up Marcus Mariota. I mean, like fart, you know. But they're not going to be competitive this year. And well, you, you get a third round pick for a guy you're probably going to cut anyway. I, I don't know. So it's, right. Whatever. Move so, on. You know, 20, twenty-eight to three. Speaking of things that we do every episode, um, Aaron Rodgers is still a, a thing. Don't forget about him. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Right at the end of the show. I mean, oh my too gosh. much meat on that we, bone. We, we haven't we haven't <laughs> talked about Aaron Rodgers. What are we going to do? <laughs> I tell you, we'll save it for next week, and uh, we'll, we'll commit the whole episode to Aaron Rodgers. How's that sound? Oh his, man, his many relationships and love of uh, manipulating his family and gaslighting people, and just general general low yeah. blood pressure for some weird reason. Rank buttered yeah. enema detoxes. There you go. Yeah, that's right. We've tried those, and uh, you know they're up on Patreon, <laughs> not, which we don't have. Not a fan. <laughs> not a fan. Not a fan. Which, what's your grade before we jump off here for these um, this Matt Ryan trade? So I think uh, I, I give it an A for the Colts because I don't think they gave up very much for him. Um, you know, I, I don't have, uh, re- I don't really have any optimism that Matt Ryan is going to be better than he has been. That like that being said, I still give the Colts an A because th- this is a quarterback desperate league. They, uh, they sat tight while different moves were made and then bam, they end up with a guy who's, uh, like you said, he's about middle of the pack. He's borderline top 15. Um, and with their roster in their division, they're actually going to come out of the AFC very competitive. Um, and that's saying something right now in the AFC. So I give, totally. uh, I give the Colts an A. Down with it, man. Who are you? Where are you, Trevor? Who me? <laughs> yeah, where are you at on the on the on the social medias? Oh well, you know I'm at Trev Geo Dude on Instagram. Thank you, thank you. At Football in General Podcast Instagram at Bobby Line Instagram. Here comes the radio voice out of nowhere. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, right, right. And uh, please purchase a McDonald's Whopper this week, and you'll receive. <laughs> One. I'm loving it. <laughs> right, I'm loving it. Can I have my pay? can I have my check? All right, goodbye. Uh, for you, always Sunny's fans out there, we'll be back next week, probably a little later in the week, folks. Uh, NFL offseason is uh, burning up. Although I would assume it's going to slow down. Is that fair to say? I mean, yes. We, we said that last time. Yeah, we were like Deshaun Watson will probably get traded by next episode, like 12 hours later. Damn it. Um, anywho. Uh, you can catch us next week, probably on Friday. Uh, we'll, we'll post the episode as usual. Please give us a follow, a like, a subscribe, a like, a like, a like, a subscribe, and everything else you can possibly do. Bring us to your uh, your <laughs> upcoming cookouts, graduation parties, and anything else you can possibly put us in front of people because, you know, we're voices and we need to be heard. So um, other than that, Trevor, you got anything else to say before we jump? Uh, sprint to the bus. We're out. <laughs>